In the gospel reading today, our Lord says, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. So the obvious question that we all have to ask is, do I know the voice of the Lord? I want to say that he's my shepherd, but do I recognize his voice? How am I going to follow him if I don't know? If I don't know who my shepherd is? We think about that on Mother's Day. A baby, newborn, knows his mother's voice. He's heard his mom's voice for the nine months he was inside of her womb. And once outside of the womb, they recognize their mom's voice. You can have a whole room full of kids. And when their mom calls, their kids come. You don't have all the other kids coming because they didn't recognize their own mother's voice. But the children of a particular mom recognize her voice and they will follow. And the other part, of course, as we all know, is the mom recognizes the voice of her own kids. You can have a whole bunch of kids that are playing and all of a sudden you hear the scream and all the moms can all be chatting together but the mom whose kid is now crying immediately recognizes the voice of her own child. If that's the case, and we can say on the natural level, moms essentially are the shepherds of today. They are the ones who lead the flock, and their kids follow. Some days, the moms lock themselves in the bathroom because their kids are following them everywhere and they need a few minutes of, of private time. But the fact of the matter is, the sheep will follow, but only if they recognize the shepherd. Your kids aren't going to follow the voice of somebody that they don't know. So if our shepherd speaks, will we recognize him? Will we know his voice when he speaks to us? This obviously is of critical importance. We are told in the second reading that it is the lamb who is seated on the throne who is the shepherd, and he is going to lead us. And obviously where we want to be able to go is to heaven. And so we, that's what we will all say, but then the other part of it is, are we willing to follow where the shepherd's going to lead us in order to get to heaven? Because there is only one way. St. Saint Peter tells us that there's no other way other than Jesus, but it's also through the cross. If we're going to follow our shepherd, we're going to follow him up Calvary to the cross but it doesn't stop there. That's what leads us to heaven. Again, put it into the context of a woman who wants a baby. She desires that child. She wants the baby. But of course, there's nine months in between. A lot of illness, a lot of discomfort, getting stretched all over the place, not being able to sleep, not being able to roll over. And then, of course, there's the most painful thing a human being can endure in giving birth. But that's only the physical pain that's there. 
because a mom doesn't sign up just to give birth. She signs up for a whole lifetime. And so, yes, there is great pain in giving birth, but someday they'll become teenagers. And it's not physical pain anymore at that point. A lot of emotional pain, a lot of mental pain, a lot of heartbreak. But it doesn't even stop there, as every mom knows. You never stop being a mom, no matter how old your kids are. So the old saying, little children, little problems, big children, big problems. And a mom carries all of that in her heart. And her kids keep coming back because they know the wisdom. They know the knowledge. They know the love that they're going to receive. We have a shepherd who is even greater. His wisdom, his knowledge, his love are all infinite. And he wants to lead us in this life so that we can get to heaven. But as we heard in the second reading also, that when St. John saw the vision of this huge crowd of people and the question was asked, who are these people? The answer was, these are the ones who have survived the period of great distress and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. This life is a period of distress. It is a time of testing. It is a question now of whether we are going to follow the shepherd because he knows where he's leading us. Sometimes we don't think it's quite the right direction. If he has a particular pasture in mind or he has some beautiful waters in mind, but we have to kind of go through some rough patches. While we're walking through the rough patch, we think, what's wrong with the shepherd? He's leading me the wrong direction. No, he's leading us in the perfect direction, the one that's going to lead us where we need to be. But are we willing to follow him? If we don't recognize his voice again, we're not going to follow because we don't know who we're following. Just like with the moms and their children, when there are all kinds of sheep together in a pen, one shepherd calls his sheep, those sheep immediately come, the rest of them stay, because that wasn't the voice of their shepherd. So in the midst of everything that goes on in our lives, the voice of our shepherd continues to speak. But do we want to hear him? Do we even know what his voice sounds like? Because the hard part of hearing the voice of our blessed Lord is that he speaks in silence. He speaks in the silence of our heart. And that's become very difficult for us today because we fill our lives with noise. Now, the ancients understood very well. Of course, they didn't have all of the garbage that we do today with all the electronics and nonstop stuff. But they understood. They said, where there is silence, there is God. And where there is noise, there is the devil. Now, if that continues to be true, and it does, we have to ask ourselves, whose voice are we filling our lives with? If it's nonstop noise in our lives, 
how can we hear the voice of God? How can we hear someone speaking in silence? So that's the struggle for us. We have to be willing to take that time to go deep in prayer. But we also have to be willing to try to bring some silence into our lives. Turn off the noise so that we can actually be quiet. What's really hard for people today is to be silent. And think about it. From the beginning of history up until, what, less than 100 years ago, people pretty much lived in silence. All of a sudden with radios and phonographs and CD players and computers and you name it, we have noise from the moment we wake up in the morning until we go to bed, if you want it. And there are people who do. They've, they get up to the radio, they turn on the stupid TV, they've got the blasted thing going all day long, and then they'll even say, well, I can't go to sleep unless I've got the TV on. So we've got noise 24 hours a day in some lives. How can we possibly hear a voice speaking in silence if we can't handle the silence? Throughout history, people couldn't handle the noise. Now it's flipped and we can't handle silence. So maybe if you have trouble with the silence because you're not used to it, start working your way into it. Just shut the stuff off for an hour. When you get used to that, shut it off for two hours, and then three hours, and then four hours. Turn it off when you're in the car. You don't need that nonsense blasting at you all the time. Use it to pray the rosary. Take the time to be quiet and listen to the voice that's in your heart because that's where he is speaking. So we say that Jesus is our good shepherd. We say that he is Lord. We say that he is God and all of those things are true but now we have to take it to the next step. Not just the objective statements, make it subjective. Is he my Lord? Is he the Lord of my life? Is he truly my God? Is he my shepherd? Is he the one whom I am willing to follow wherever it is that he is going to lead? Because that's really what it comes down to. All of us can learn from little children. It's something that is inherent within them. They are going to follow their parents wherever they lead. Are we willing to do that? Because we have a shepherd. And we have a shepherd who wants to lead us to heaven. And we have a shepherd who is truly a good shepherd. So yes, we may have to go through some tough times, and we will. Everybody does. Look at what happened to the apostles. I mean, we hear about it in the first reading. They're, they work up a persecution against them and run them out of town. What do we hear about the apostles? They were filled with joy in the Holy Spirit. 
It wasn't fear. It wasn't poor me. They were filled with joy. This weekend, we have these unfortunate souls who are planning on disrupting masses. We have to look at it that same way. We just need to pray. We don't need to counter violence with violence. That's not what we need. But we need to recognize they understand where the truth is. And they're against it. And isn't it a rather ironic thing that these unfortunate people would actually not only disrupt mass, which is against the federal law, but regardless of that, that they would choose Mother's Day to protest in order to say we want to kill babies on Mother's Day. That shows how demented this whole mess is, and it shows who's behind it. Clearly, it is not the Lord. So every one of us, again, needs to ask that question. Is Jesus the Lord of my life? Is he really my shepherd? Then if he is, then you need to know his voice. How can you follow somebody whose voice you don't know? How can you recognize a voice that you've never heard? So we have to say, if he is my shepherd, then I need to know him, because that's exactly what we're told. He knows us. Just like a mom, he signed up for the whole lifetime. He doesn't abandon us. He's right there with us always. In the good times, in the difficult times, but it's our choice now. We have to choose to allow him to be our shepherd, or shall I say we have to choose him to be our shepherd. He chose us to be part of his flock, but we can wander off, we can do our own thing, but if we're going to say he is my shepherd, he is my Lord, he is my God, he is the Lord of my life, then I need to take the time in prayer to go inside I need to take that time to listen so that I can recognize his voice, so that I can hear him, so that I can follow him.